You are listening to the Heart of Tradition podcast. Hello. Today I pulled up about five different topics I want to go over um, on separate podcasts, but uh, the first one was uh, the threefold remedy, which I talked to a lot of people about. It makes it sound like uh, I'm not a very good naturopath. I just give everybody the same thing. But there is some truth to healing the deficiencies because we're not able to troubleshoot our deficiencies or no, troubleshoot our illness or disease or any other problem we may have unless we have understood our deficiencies and overcome them to a certain degree. Otherwise, it makes troubleshooting very difficult because um, you have all of these latent, non-event-oriented, um, just general um, things that are not put in place, and then it becomes harder to figure out what what can be added to that. So, or what's on top of that. Um, so it's kind of like a first order, um, and uh, and then also it has a positive effect on healing in the sense that we can usually get towards. Um, doing more um, uh, once with the, what's the once the the deficiencies are overcome, there's a possibility to detect different um, uh, things that are not coming from the deficiency. So you have like um, you know if you have a thyroid problem or whatever, or you have like an autoimmune problem, or uh, and you're just focusing on that one thing. Well, when you start fixing these parameters then you start to realize that certain things may be better used, like uh, a magnesium deficiency uh, overcome may make your vitamin D deficiency less important, or you may better use the vitamin D in the body. Um, and also for the other, like K2, and they all can have these, you know, K2 can balance out the vitamin A and D. So you have these strange kind of like limiting factors of each piece, and then you'll have this other thing that can come in and kind of coat and bring about like um, an equalization where there's harmony coming back into that, um, just through the deficiency alone. So uh, especially when it comes to, like inflammation, a lot of these base level things which are causing a lot of problems in the body, from cancer on down to to heart disease and everything else. So got to start there. Um, what I always recommend to people is to um, start with uh, the threefold remedy, which is. Um, um, magnesium, transdermal magnesium oil in glass bottles, blue glass bottles like the one you see behind here. Um, this is the number one deficiency and it connects to everything in the body. It's a chloride molecule which has been uh, found in this natural soft stone called bishafit. So it's not coming from, you know, um, solvent extracted uh, um, chalk that they re. Uh, upgrade they call it in the industry which is solvent refined and everything to get it to become this magnesium chloride this is like the pure original state natural soft clear translucent stone and so this is not easy to find in nature um, just like that so when you do find it and in the Zechstein underneath uh, Holland they found an enormous discovery which is um, thousand years of this stuff so it's not like it's going going to go away but um, this is a natural state chloride, um, and so this allows for a much stronger uptake and conjugation and catalyzation of many different processes in the body. Um, so you want to get the right stuff, and there's a lot of fake stuff out there. There's a lot of, even in American brands, there's you know fake Zechstein, fake, uh, there's Permian, ancient this, and, and Permian that, and you have a bunch of USP stuff, but it's all... 
Uh, if it doesn't have the Zextine Inside logo on the bottle, which comes from the source uh, in Vendam, the only source, so um, then it's not the real thing. And they're using self-certified schemes and everything else. Even if they're big and amazing and whatever, and everybody's heard of them and all that, it's still the case. So we have to find the right stuff, stuff that can be batch controlled and even scanned and rebatch controlled because there's a lot of mixing in this world. People mix old, uh, uh, high quality magnesium with low quality stuff because it's cheaper and then, then they can retain their marketing claims. And so we have all this like stuff that people don't know about and they don't think it's important because they're like, well, it's just magnesium. What does it matter? But at a cellular level, it's the number one deficiency in the world. So we have to pay attention to these things. So the threefold remedy starts there. And then it goes down into the cod liver oil, which is fermented. I recommend this for everyone here. Um, you know, um, and so that's, there's only one fermented brand out there that you can find, uh, Green Pastures. So I would get that and start taking that uh, alongside with the magnesium. Uh, 10 to 20 pumps a day for the magnesium somewhere on the body. Um, or you can do the whole upper body. You can do wherever, you know, the abdomen and the calves. There's a lot of people that choose different areas. Some people, I like the head. Some people use the armpits. I mean, whatever you can do to get it in there. But so, um, and then the cod liver oil, the fermented cod liver oil, which is going to supply all the vitamin A, D um, together. Because the problem with a lot of the vitamin D supplementation we have is that the, they don't include the A. And so the A throws it off. If there's too much A without enough D, there, there's kind of like a balance that has to be struck there. And so if the, if the ratio is off, then they become antagonistic. And um, so the, the one feature of that antagonism, to, well, to reduce that antagonism is the natural state. So like a cod liver oil is going to be those, that ratio in a natural state. So then we're, therefore we're not going to have any of that problem. Um, and then on top of that, um, it does a lot of wonders for like the lungs and, and the skin and the immune system and um, even like PMS. I mean, there's a lot of things you can use cod liver oil for, at least historically. And the problem with a lot of it today is it's been the wintering processes, is which is called the industrial term, but they take all the vitamins out and they re-add synthetic ones back in. And um, so this is a totally different process. And um, those, those vitamins can be made in many different ways, including soy and uh, to make the the vitamin E or the tocopherol or whatever they're adding to it to get it to stabilize now that they've denatured it. So, so the fermented doesn't have that problem and you can find that online somewhere. Um, and so uh, the other thing I would recommend is, um, yes, is the vitamin K2, which is the K2 is a big deficiency and it's not the vitamin K that we read about. Like Every time you look up vitamins anywhere or minerals, you just see a big list of vegetables and fruits that you're supposed to get them all from, which is totally ridiculous. The old list that we used to have uh, back in the old days was we'd have a lot of like, you know, wheat germ and brewer's yeast and, and but more importantly, liver and, you know, whelks and seafood and all these different areas where we would get these things in much higher qual uh, quantity. Um, fish eggs, etc. So now we've kind of gone down to this like, you know, happy light version, which is more, more of the vegetable version. So be careful with that because you're getting 10 times less the intensity and in a lot of the, uh, or the intent, the 10 times less the absorption rate probably in most of those situations. So you want to find the animal uh, foods as well. So um, that, um, 
so yeah, the K2 is very important because this is the animal K2. It comes from emu oil. So it's come from this little back pouch that's on their, uh, on their back. And so this is a type of oil that the Aborigines lived off of. Well, not just that, but that was how they got their K2. And every traditional society has found a way to get this K2, which is not, um, um, it's not the same as the K1 that you hear about. And so this is a different process. It's an active form. So I'm trying to find you the most active forms of these things so that they can work better, especially in synergy when you take all three and you combine these three. Then you start to have a really powerful uh, coming out of deficiency. And it'll take you five or six months probably. Um, it took me more than that. It took me about nine months. But it takes a while to overcome these deficiencies. So... Once you start moving out, um, and even at the beginning, even within the first month, you're getting a lot of benefits. But um, as you and, and I'm not saying you have to do all of these for nine months straight. You know, the cod liver oil, the K2, can, they may come in different sequences, like different patterns, where you're taking those like every, uh, you might take a two or three months, a lot of these things, and then you'll kind of fade out a little bit and take it every so often. Whereas the magnesium, you could kind of go a little more straight with it. But then at a certain point, it'll do that too. So, but you're trying to get um, um, a real st strong period, at least three to four months, so that the endocrine system can get on board and start using those those functions. Because it takes two or three months for the endocrine system to really recalibrate things, and so this amount of time plus the bone density, some of these other things, well, these are longer term, right? So. Uh, we want to try to keep that going. Um, and then we'll probably do it more sporadically uh, year two. You know, it'd probably be much less expensive and much less engaged and stuff like that. But there would still be a need. Like I use the transdermal stuff for my teeth, for any kind of tooth pain, like cavity kind of things that used to be there. They're not there anymore, but I still have some. Like if I eat sugar or something, I'll feel like pain, you know, even though there's no exact cavity, it'll just like... I'll feel a pain, and so um, this can help mitigate that. And you know, you can use it for a lot of other things, infections, and there's many ways you can use it. But uh, so yeah, this threefold remedy is the way to help everybody get out of the deficiencies and start f taking back their health. Now it's going to cost you 150 bucks probably to order your first round of this, and maybe if you really put in, into it, it may cost you three or four hundred bucks for the year if you're going full on. Uh, but um, it's worth it. You know, it's worth it, and it's worth it for your health, too, to spend that money there and not um, not shy away from that. You know, if you spent 400 bucks to get these deficiencies covered, you'd go way further than you would for all of the millions of diseases that are waiting for you if you don't, you know, because of, especially with age and, you know, with all the toxic environment that we're in and everything else, we kind of have to get smart. So anyway, hopefully that can help someone. This is a really important piece of the the solutions that I propose. I also ax myself in a lot of, um, um, I think that's speaking French there. You don't say ax yourself in English, do you? So, um, uh, so the axis I try to, um, <clears throat> I try to use is, is, you know, coming from there, but then there's also natural foods. Like me personally, now I actually seek out these natural foods, but until you have this understanding and you're going that deep into your discovery, uh, you know, you, are, are you ready to order all your chicken from online farms? Are you ready to soy free? Are you ready to 
um, you know, go out and seek out all these Ukrainian and, and Middle Eastern and all these different places to get food that's only imported, uh, like all things imported kind of, are you going to go to that much trouble? And, and so a lot of people won't. And so, um, but I know how to find all those, those, those deficiencies now through the food, but it takes a lot of understanding, you know, like, for example, this like pumpernickel bread that comes from Westphalia in Germany, and it's packaged in these little squares. It's sent all over the world. You can even order it online. You can order six or ten of them, 12 of them, and leave them in the pantry for a year, and then they won't go bad. And then you open them. These little powerful vitamin E-packed rye from an old world and from Germany um, breads have the most magnesium and the most vitamin E that you're going to find in like a bread. And so this daily bread of this type will give you that daily magnesium and vitamin E to a certain degree, with the exception of the fact that we have all these new toxins and everything coming at us. So there might be a little more there. But so that's just one small example of how we can overcome even supplements to some degree, but we have to be really on our game. And and so if we're not, and we go get some other rye that's not that exact same one, which is what this is the hard part, uh, then it's not going to do the same thing. And it's going to look exactly the same, but it's not going to do the same thing because it's not being um the rise not being put straight to to grain i mean straight to bread it's not sitting on shelves for more than 12 days or and and so they have all these kind of protocols there in that tradition and so um so that's just one example uh, there's a many examples of uh, including traveling all over america to find the right raw milk i mean i'm in california the raw milk in central valley the central area of california central coast is horrible it's very acidic. There's no iodine in it, and that's because of the temperatures and, and, the, and the way it is here. So I've had to travel to the very northern tip and, and, and figure out the right milk and then order that or from um, Celtic farms, I mean, um, Mennonite farms and other places where I've had to get the right type of milk that has the powerful iodine in it. Once you have the powerfully iodine milk, and typically it's very tasty, but once you have this type of milk, then you can do some wonderful healing with it. And until you have that type, it's hard to do that same healing. So a lot of people are not going to follow this path of intensity that I'm on with figuring these things out. So I realize that the deficiencies can be overcome through supplements uh, in in a large part. So we should stick to that and go there and then branch out little by little. I, I have books on the subject and most of it I kind of offer, not for free, but pretty much. I mean, as far as like the audio book and stuff like that. So there is a chance to learn and go deeper as much as you want to go. But anyway, hopefully that can help someone. Just as like a little caveat, um, sometimes cod liver oil is not the right thing. I know that Weston Price also recommended that it was a, it could be an injurious product. It can harm the body if it's not done right, made right, processed right, the right amount. Like there's a lot of um, reports that he has that are concerning about cod liver oil, which is strange, but no, he knew like that, you know, everything has to be done right for these things to work. And, you know, they would activate it by putting it in the sunlight and there was, you know, for like 10 minutes or something. And there was kind of like a little bit of way, I guess, ways he learned to, to make it work. So in the marketplace that I found, I also like Rosita, which is a high vitamin cod liver oil where they, they don't, extract out the vitamins and put synthetic ones, but they keep most of the vitamins and then they extract out and put non-synthetic ones. Like, I mean, it's like the best of the worlds you can get, you know? And so, um, it doesn't taste as good actually. Um, but I don't think it tastes that bad either. 
Um, and to be honest with you, over the years that I've been doing this, to I've been doing this for many years, and I've probably never even been through a whole bottle of cod liver oil in my whole life. <laughs> Not because there's anything wrong with it. I think it's great for people who can't find other ways to do it if they get the right stuff. Some people don't like the fermented cod liver oil. Some people say it's nasty. Some people even say it's harmful. So without getting lost in what's exactly the one you need to get, I know Rosita's good. I know the, the Norwegians keep a lot of the good stuff for themselves <clears throat> and not the stuff we get over here. So that kind of stuff can be bought online more selectively. Um, but there's also getting it from other sources. You know, the biggest key for me and the reason why I'm not a, as big into those oils as much personally is just because I use a lot of like, you know, fermented herring, learn to ferment fish yourself, which is interesting, um, which is totally different than fermenting an oil because the fish themselves have a whole nother property, uh, like in the protein side that gives energy and stamina and, and probably lithium and probably iodine and probably all sorts of minerals come down into these little concentrated, you know, things that people used to eat like garum, which was a big like medicine kind of like not medicine. It was a food source in the, in back in the Roman times, but antiquity and stuff, but it also brought a certain value um, mineral wise, iodine, lithium, whatever brain wise, it helped the body. <clears throat> and of course they didn't need a lot of it, but it brought a little bit of, I guess you could say it was like a, I mean, maybe today we'd call it an amino acid kind of multiplier, which allows for what you do eat as a poor person in a given society um, have more power because now it's been multiplied. Um, if you know anything about, you know, the, how proteins are constructed in the body, if there's one missing piece, then it messes up the whole train. And so this can kind of help balance some of that too. So there is some needs for these kind of things, but anyway, that's a little sidetrack, but it's important because, you know, I just like, um, you know, for me personally, I just had to realize at some point I was like, yeah, I've been talking about these things a lot to other people because I've thought that they've needed them because that's the way they're doing things or they wouldn't try to go all these paths that I've gone, all these food ways that I've done from the foie gras, which is supposedly French, but it's not really. These are all things we have to learn about through history because we got to find places where we can actually get the vitamin and the vitamin is not easy to get. Uh, with K2. It's not easy to get with vitamin D either. Uh, have the pigs been outdoors? What's the genetics? What are they feeding them, right? So all of these things play a big role. And so I just thought, well, hey, people are not going to do all that work, so this is an easy spot for them. But I could be wrong. You know, it could be something where people also have to figure out all these other ways to get things <laughs> and uh, and not replace them with that. So um, like I said, Rosita is the one I would recommend the most. Um, because it just like is so traditional in a sense and I can kind of go with that whereas some of these you know um, even the fermented cod liver oil and stuff there's no really antecedent in history for that seriously like I've looked into Pliny I've looked into every um, apicus and all these different um, you know annals of history and I've never found anything where they fermented um, livers um, like you know yeah, there's hardly any talk of the fat part of the fermentation. It's always another part that was collected. And uh, so anyway, um, but just putting all that out there so you have all the information, 
you know, you're, you're not limited um, in your choice, but if you don't have any other choice and something else is working for you that didn't work for me, well, then so be it. Come check us out at theheartoftradition.com and check out the, um, the best transdermal magnesium you can buy. It's only $3 a week. Get the right stuff, glass bottles. Come check us out. Thanks.